What's up, everybody? What's going on? It's Bars and Shots, episode 166. You got me, Flaw 700, and you got Ant the Great One. What's going on? Let's go with it. Back at it, episode 166, like I said before. Let's jump right into it. How are you? How's your mental health? Yeah, I'm wavy, man. Wavy. All is well. Okay. Which is good news, because as you guys can, uh, guys and gals can hear every week, it just get better and better and better right. and better. Got to. Yeah, man. Um, life is good over here. Um, great to be back at the ball. You already? Anything crazy happened this week? Anything, anything funky? Listen, man. Listen, man. I work. For, I work at. I work for child support. You feel me? I, I'm a. Call, I'm working the call center for child support. Mm-hmm. Man. A lot of people don't know that. So yes, some shit happened that's crazy. Sounds like something always can happen. It, it always is, man. But you know, working here, you know, what I'm saying I took this job for a lot of reasons. A A pays. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But a lot of us brothers don't really understand child support and how it work and why yeah. things how it is and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? So. It's a chance to educate brothers, you know what I'm saying? But it's also a way to see it up close and personal in a way a lot of people can't. It's ugly, bro. The, like, s- the crazy part about educating yourself on child support is um, it's, a necessi- it's a necessity. Like, like it's necessary. It is because what I learned that is a lot of times growing up, you hear men complain about child support and what they have to pay. Right. The other part, what they don't tell you is, well, you probably never showed up to court to fight these charges, and you, un- well, not charges, but um, mm-hmm. what happens is the judge just gives the mother what she asked for Pretty because much. you wasn't there. They don't tell you that part. Pretty much. So, men, if you show up with some type of credentials, with some type of with something you got going on. That don't even help you, though. It can help you. It don't. It helped me. I mean, you know, every case is different, but because I'm talking about for the majority of it, like the it, well, its totality in in New Jersey anyway. I went in blindly, right? I went in thinking because when you deal with child support, you go, I'm gonna lose because it's the mother. That's just what we condition. Mm-hmm. I I had already had my son on my health benefits, and everything that we ever did, I went half. I didn't know that that was the key to success. Mm-hmm. So the judge goes, well. What do you need money for? Like, what, what are we doing? Right. I really thought I was about to lose everything because that's just the mentality. So when I say, hey, make sure you got something going on, a lot of times, either you don't got nothing going on or you running from another charge. Well, it's, if, I, if that, I pull up to, to court, court for this thing, they're going to they pull, pull me for something warrant, else. I got a shit. So you that. don't show up. You know, a lot of these guys be scared of court and shit, shit too. You know what I'm saying? So what they do is they don't show up in court. And they know they got the hearing. Won't show up in court. And two, three days later, they'll call the call center. Yeah, I had a hearing a couple of days ago. I missed it. What happened? Like, and you got to break down how they just, they now $6,000 in the hole off that first court appearance. And yeah. they like, and how their whole life can just be changed with that one little ruling from the judge. Like, that's all it take, bro. Like. It's a shame, bro, but I'm, we're not about to make this podcast about that because I can go on for hours. Bro, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it, it's cool, especially we educating our, our, our brothers out there. Like it's, it's, I'm definitely it's, about it's, that. First of all, it's cheaper to keep her. Absolutely. Let's just, let's just say that, you know what I'm saying? Keep the family together, man. I ain't saying, you know, um, eat shit or, or be in an unhappy home, but, you know, try your best to keep your family together, man, because once these courts get involved, bro, it's ugly and it's it's it's... It's not swayed for the non-custodial parent. I'm not going to say the guys. I'm going to say the non-custodial parent because, Absolutely. you know, you have women on child support, yep, too, yeah. facing the same type of issues that the men are facing. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. It's the non-custodial parent that gets shafted every time. And, every time. Um, you know, when you go, you know, if you get the right judge, I'll say that. Um, the judge, the courts want you to work it out because yes. it's not for you. It's for the child. Right. So um, if you go there and you have a way to make it work. Cause um, they'll ask you. They'll ask you to go see the little mediator. They'll be yeah. like, "Yo, 
this case is here. Y'all want y'all sound like y'all can work it out. Y'all cordial. Y'all go talk to the mediator. Then the mediator put something together. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times it be a a scorned woman. Most times, and um, you know these cases, like I said, they get ugly, bro. I've been doing this for a minute or now. Or it can be a guy who's not in tune with his emotions and don't know nothing but fuck that bitch. You yep. get what I'm saying? Like they got nothing to say, but okay, we'll tell you something. Like, nah, fuck that bitch, man. She chat like so. We both come off, men and women, like, you know, unorganized, uneducated with the situation. Women, because they're in their emotional bag, like, they, they're bringing you here to get that bag. Right. And you're trying to fight that bag. Like, no, I don't really make that much, or... Because it's, it's crazy, bro, like, how they break it down, like, how what you got to pay, like, the the stipulations that they can put on your case in regards to you not paying. Like, your situation can get flipped upside down, and they can fucking jam you up, like, bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I just seen guys get hurt on their job and can't work. And waiting for workers' comp, but the child support keep going up. Mm. And the judge not even stopping it or nothing. He just like, well, you got an obligation. Or she like, you got an obligation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Good dudes, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I talk to these guys every yeah. day, bro. Yeah. So it's like having a um a up close and personal view of the system and how it works and then hearing both sides from all walks of life. You know, it, it's it's what I will say is um I don't like it. Child support? I don't like it at all. I don't like working there. It's, oh, you it's, don't like working there? I don't like child support at all. I don't like the... I, I don't feel like the state should be involved in the cases with the families and shit like that. I don't okay. feel like a state should have to order a man to do what he's supposed to do. I get why it exists, you know what I'm saying? But just the way it's practiced is it's, it's so crazy, yo. You know what I mean? Like, um... I'm 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 one of them guys who own child support and working for child support, so it's <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. At the same time, fellas, if major if more of us showed up, um, I, I don't think um it would be out, as outrageous as it is. Not saying that it won't be outrageous, but it just won't be. You as gotta out- be good fathers, man. Like that first, too. man, you yeah. just gotta be a good dad, man. A lot of times, if you a good dad, yo, you won't get jammed up in that situation. You could be still. But most times, good dads and shit, man. Like, but we talked about emotional score of women. You could be a good dad and still get <laughs> called. Yeah, <laughs> because the state don't care about nothing but the bread, bro. At the end of the day, bro, it's about the bread, yo. You can be the, like you said, you could be the best father, pick your kid up every day, go shopping, go all the recitals, everything. If you ain't paying that obligation every month, yeah. bro, you're yeah. going down. Like, right. your life is going to be going, fucked up. Going to the recitals, but paying half or paying for the recital, paying for the child care, paying for, like... On top of paying child support. Like, it's crazy. Well, I'm saying you, you can avoid the child support if you're... Well, some cases, maybe not all, but you can avoid the child support if you are financially active in your child's life. It's not just about pulling up. It's about pulling no. up. It's about, you know, paying half. It's about, you know... And it's about who has primary care. It's so, that too, but primary they, care they, plays a lot. But see, but, it's, but see, the thing about that is, you know, um, a lot of these women move. They move yeah. and, and far as hell away. Knowing the dude ain't, doesn't have the means or the way the transportation go away from Texas to in Jersey. And shit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. Like how how you just gonna up? You know, I get it. You want to show your kid a better life and all that. You can't, but they it happens, bro. People can move. You can move. You can't take the kid out of the state. You can move, bro, and have the child support case. Over in the next state now, but isn't that up to the father to say, "Hey, wait, bro, stop"? They just listen, don't do that part. Listen, listen. A lot of them do. Okay, you know what I'm saying what I'm saying is this, bro. Like on some real live shit, yo. Working, so it's more, it's more messed up than I. It's, it's so fucked up mm. now, bro. It's so one sided and swayed. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. get the you get the victories every now and again, but the yeah. best part of the job for me, bro, is literally educating the brothers about how the system works, what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and do it like that, you know what I'm saying? They just they, they just need to be more informed about how this shit works. A lot of them think that 
you know, once they go down to court, for example, once they go to court and the judge order them to pay, the shit coming out, they check automatically. Mm-hmm. It don't happen like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to go through a process. They got to send the order out. You Meanwhile, your, your tab shit building up. building up. A lot of dudes don't know. Your very first court appearance for child support, the very first one, be prepared to owe thousands. Mm. Be prepared to owe thousands because they backdate the child support from her uh, her filing date. So if she filed in September, but you don't get a court date till February, they're gonna they're gonna bring that shit from. They're gonna start the child support from September, and you're gonna owe from that point on. You get what I'm saying? So I suggest if you know it's coming. Well, if you if you have the money, I Listen, mean, start. If you're not with your baby mom right now, bro. Cash app her some money every week, bro. Yeah, so show the show the paper trail. Cash app her some Vimo her some yeah. bread every week, every single week for your kid. Even if you are doing what you're doing, hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, do something every single week. That way, when you do go to court, you get the credit for it. Yeah, you show exactly. the judge That's exactly. What I was getting that. You yep. show the judge. Listen, I've been paying this, 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 and that. They're gonna give you the credit, and you're not gonna owe that much. You know, do what not saying? wait for the don't debt. wait, don't wait. Now, last week we called DJ Big J. We tried to call Jarrell. You want to call? You want to try to call Jarrell? <laughs> He's probably in the poking nose some damn way knowing him. <laughs> and then well, the Knicks played last night, so he can't say he he had the Knicks yeah, game. He he on the world tour with the new nah, US to tour him, with man. the Knicks, bro. Shout out to all my single moms and my good dads out there too, man. You know, I don't oh, I don't want to shit on it like child support ain't needed. It's definitely needed because niggas ain't shit sometimes too and shit. Absolutely. But, you know, just like I said, the system is just. How it's practiced, bro. It's just it's just so crazy, yo. Like, come on, man. Trying to get the phone to connect. I, I knew it wasn't connected. All right, boom. There Let's we give go. him a call. Let's give him a call. Let's give him a call. All right. See what we got going on. Ooh, it's ringing. Can you hear it? I hear. Come on, man. Come on. That's over. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> once that third ring comes it's over. And he looked at the phone. He like, did. Nah. I just want to say that. He looked at it. It's like, nah, I'm not answering that. Nah, nah, we're going to get him on the line eventually. Going to catch him in your sauce. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Forwarded to an automated board. <laughs> It's all good. Did he forward us? Or is that the. All right. We're going to get him on. We're going to get him on. Shout but, um. Jarrell, Last week, we started off the episode by updating um, the listeners on the list for uh, top 50 rappers of all time. So the new uh, list came out, the next 10. This uh, is Billboard and Vibes list, just to be clear. Yeah, Billboard is, and Vibe. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to spit out the next one, two, three. So what number did it go up to now? It's twenty. It's 30 to 21 now. Okay. Um, so we're going to start at the bottom. So coming at number 30, we got Lauren Hill. Okay. 29, we got Pusha T. 28, we got Black Thought. 27, we got Q-Tip. 26, we got Big Pun. 25, we have The Method Man. 40, 24, we have KRS-One. 23, we have Curtis Blow. 22, we have Ghostface Killer. And 21, we have DMX. Yo, that's that's nasty, yo. yo. Curtis Blow over Kiss and like 20 more slots over Kiss is kind of crazy to me. I'm I know he did the first Sprite commercial and all that for rappers and all that. He had the little first. Curtis Blow? Yeah, he had the first endorsement for rappers, I believe. They said the Sprite commercial and all that. And I know the breaks in Christmas rapping was fire and all mm-hmm. that. But <laughs> God damn, yo. Like, I'm going to take a little stab at it. I'm thinking this is impact. It's got to be, bro. Not lyric. I'm it's, thinking impact. It's got to be. Because look at the bottom 10, right? Rick Ross, and I think you made note of it, only being like a gold rapper, so not really reaching the masses. 
Um, so as creative and influential, well, as creative as he was at his height, what impact did he really have on the game as a whole if you're only moving about 500 units? And you can say the same thing for the MC Light. You don't really hear women say, well, MC Light, I grew up on Light. Some of them, yeah. Not a lot. Uh, they like our mom. MC Light might be my favorite. They like our mom. Yeah, but Impact, it goes, ah, uh, he didn't do a lot, right? Uh, she, she was the first female rapper on the list, though, right? At, yep, the bottom that's though, what right? I'm saying. She was the first one. And Queen Latifah was a little bit ahead of her. Okay. Um, so that's where you would have like the Jada Kiss, who was another like a New York type rapper, but not a global. Yeah. Not really known outside of New York or well, the the tri state. Like, we love him here. Kiss known now because of verses and shit. Like, but like like you said, he ain't really. Yeah, I get it. I'm just taking this. I, I might not be right. It, but it looks like, like you said, impact. It's gotta be, bro. It's gotta be impact. But not lyrical ability. Not. Black, not album sold or money but made. It's got to be that too, because Black Thought is. You think he more he made more of an impact in the game than than bottom rappers? Where's Black Thought at on the? He's oh, four twenty eight. Well, I ain't trying to shit on Black no, Thought. He nasty, no, no. Like. Uh, Black Thought, in my opinion, is lyrically one of the greatest of all right. times. But I would still put Kiss over him because we wasn't really checking. Yeah, that. But yeah, because yeah. th- this isn't this isn't. The roots, the you, roots as a whole. You talking about impact, bro? Dr. Imp- Dre is number forty. Okay, I could be. I'm saying I could be wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just saying I, I got to make sense of this list. That's uh, what I'm saying. Because if that's the case, Dre is number forty. You said that's what I'm saying. But we ain't seen Snoop yet. So Snoop, yeah. Every time they saying rappers though. So damn man, I don't know man. But what impact did Dre have? He had the Chronic in two thousand. But, oh, but, but he's been a rapper since the eighties though, bro. Like in WA, he was rapping. But maybe they'll give Cubes. We haven't seen Cube yet. You get what I'm saying? Like right. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. If we're talking impact, NWA was mostly easy and a uh, Cube. But Dre was the front. But Dre was out front too. Like yeah, but but we, yeah, I get it. I get it. As far as rapping goes. Straight out of Compton, a crazy mother named Ice Cube. Like, it's Cube who set it off, and it was Easy's voice. Right. Easy better not be on this list. He Rest better not be on this but list. But <laughs> it was more it was more Cube and Easy that was, to me, carrying NWA. I get it. Like, Dre really popped off. To me, I could be wrong. Dre really popped off with the- The Chronic. The Chronic. Yeah, the Chronic is when, when he popped off. Like, but that's one album. I get what you're saying, yeah. And then he had the 2000 joint, but that's- So crazy, though. It did. It's crazy. But I don't know if that was impact because at the same time, up in smoke tour, Eminem had but Eminem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but when you're next to Eminem, who was more impactful? When you're but next you to Dre Snoop, though, but you Dr. Dre though. Okay, but if you're Dre and you're next to Snoop and Eminem, I think Snoop and Eminem is more impactful than Dre. As rappers, hell yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's why Absolutely. Dre is. That's why Dre is low. We haven't seen Em or Snoop yet. Yeah, because well, we gonna see Em in the top. I think, of that line. I think you 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 get knocked down by association. Okay. We, we can't rank you high if you stood next to M and Snoop. All right, bro. I'm trying to make sense so, of the list. That's so all. this is what I'm saying. Like, do a do a Lloyd Banks make the list? No. Do a KRS-One make the list? He's on the list. He's number 24. Do a Coogee um, Rap make the list? Prodigy? Like, rapper rappers, like... They won't make... Coogee uh, Rap make doesn't this make list. this... Coogee Rap doesn't make this list to me. But if we're talking rappers, Coogee Rap is on the list. Of he should He's make, 10. That's what I'm saying. Coogee's rap verse on the symphony back in 88 or something like that, 87, it's still one of the greatest verses of all time to me. Kane, Kane is on this list. He already was on this list. Was he? I don't, I don't think I've seen Kane yet. Rakim, like... 
Rakim has about Luke? Is Luke gonna make the Uncle list? Uncle Luke, yeah. I'm just saying, if, if Dr. Dre <laughs> on the list, bro, and we talking about rappers, and we know Dre not as a rapper, really. You know what I'm saying? We know he got rap albums, but he is a producer, Damn, bro. If Uncle Luke cracks the top thirty, do Bastard P make the list? No, but I he gotta make the list, bro. If Dr. Dre make the list, he has to make this list. You are correct. Of impact, and I think he can stand alone. Because I don't really, because you could say, what about No Limit Cash Money? Do Birdman make the list? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> you feel no, me? Like, no, now you're crossing the line. Where's Game at on the list? Like, this, this, this list is questionable. Well, we still got 29 people to go. Bro, you got Game over Kiss. That's crazy. Like, I, I'm just feeling High, I'm too, because I haven't seen him yet. I'm feeling Unless away, I'm bugging. Bro. Unless I'm bugging. Like, I, I, I haven't seen the game yet unless I'm bugging. But the game is a rapper's rapper, though. Okay. He, he should be on this list. Okay, so what's more... What would be more shocking, or what's what, what wouldn't sit well? What, which one would not sit well with you the most? Him being ranked higher than Kiss, or him not making this list at all? Because you, he has to be on this I list. I think he should be on the list, and he's going to be higher than Kiss. But if he don't make the list, I feel that away. would be more. Yeah, I feel away if he don't make the list at gotcha, all. Though. Got like, you, got you. Like regardless of who he's in front of, bro, you got to be on this list somewhere. I mean, just not. I mean, we cannot like the nigga, but respect how he come musically and the shit. You know what I mean, like. Even though he like, he a liar like a motherfucker, like about that documentary album, like he said, Fifty ain't help him and shit. Like only like two songs. I don't know why Method Man is on his list. He should this, this high, not twenty five. I think it's the nostalgia with some of these guys too. Like, I love DMX being on this list. I think he's ranked low. Ghostface is ranked low. KRS One is ranked low. Cause he's the teacher. So, like so he's, it's a lot of East Coast rappers on here. Do you think this, I mean some more South rappers should be on here? Do Juvie make the list? Does um, we know Tip gonna make the list? Jeezy, did we see Jeezy yet? No. We seen Ludacris. We seen Gucci. Like, well, yeah, we've seen E Forty. I don't think it's been East Coast heavy because E Forty, Dre, uh, Gucci. Uh, who else have we seen? We've seen. Uh, trying to think of the names. Trying to think of the I'm, names. I'm trying to find a list. Yeah, I'm trying. You find that list, but I'm pretty sure. Common. Common from Chicago. Ti is on there, right? Nah, I ain't seen Tip yet. Okay. Uh, but I think I think it's been well versed. I mean, we've seen Lauren. Has Little Kim showed up yet? Little, nah. Little Kim's been on it. No. Well, mm-hmm. good. Good, because Little Kim should not show up before uh, Nicki Minaj. They better not do that. They better not do that. Melly Mel, Rev Run. They down on 49 and 48, respectively. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Because when you name those legends, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking it's impact. I'm thinking it's impact. I can't wait to see the next nine roll out, the next 10. Uh, see where they're going that's with this. That's tw- about to be the top 25 and shit we about to see. After this next one, right? Uh, top 20. Because DMX is 21. Damn. Method Man is 25 already. DMX ain't top the top twenty. That's what I'm saying. DMX is twenty one. Jada Kiss ain't top the top twenty. Like, um, Rick Ross ain't in the top twenty. I would put him in the top twenty. And, but if if it's impact, yeah, we got yeah. This list is crazy. This list yo. is crazy. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sense I, of it. Oh no, and I might be losing my mind trying to do that, and I might be wasting my time trying to do that. We'll be here forever. But so we are the news, and this is what we just trying to bring to the table. All right, um, Styles P dropped. Speaking of Styles P or Jadakiss, Styles P dropped the project today. We're not really going to get into it. 
Um, but I think he said he's gonna, he dropped this one and another one. He's going to retire from rapping. So. He just going. Nah, he said solo albums though. Solo he's still, projects, he's still be on the locks, locks, joints, yeah. and shit. Right, right, right. I mean, um, I get it. Like niggas is pushing fifty. Like fifty, yeah. And you got niggas, brands and business. Got pharmacy, pharmacy. We done heard her everything you, you can possibly do to a nigga styles. Yeah. We don't want to hear no more. Yeah. Not, so we, we, we want fat styles back for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Guys ain't 25 no more. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Justin Bieber sold his music rights for 200 mil. Dr. Dre did too. I don't know if we talked about that. Did, we talked about it last week. Oh, we did? Okay. Uh, he was uh, going to. I don't know if he did because they're saying that this is the high one of the highest ones. Like They're not even talking about Dre. Like, I seen that he was going to. I don't know if yeah, he did. Yeah, they said it was supposed to be like 200, 250 million or some shit with Universal and some other shit. I remember last year, a few episodes ago, we were talking about why these artists are selling their uh, music, their catalog, and we was kind of confused because, once again, we was taught to hold on to it for the future. Like, that's how your kids is going to eat. And then, you know, artists started selling, um, you know, their catalog. And then one thing you learn about business, man, like you grow a business to possibly sell it. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's... it's, it's you get out of that notion that, hey, I want to leave this for my kids. Because like we said, your kids might not want it. Prime example, like <laughs> I do the real estate uh, thing, right? And so, so many times parents would love to leave their house to their children. You know what the children got to say about that? They selling that crib. We don't want this house. We don't want nothing to do with the house. Now, yeah, this, the smart thing to do would be to renovate it and sell it and sp- split the proceeds because it's about the money. Right. Like, I would rather have the money so I could possibly do what I want to do instead of you just giving me a house that I don't want to live in. I don't want that house. But that's the old way of thinking. So now when you go, well, Justin Bieber sold his catalog, and this person sold his catalog. Lil Wayne sold his catalog. Well, what are you saving it for? Right. Because you know what I can do with the $100 million or the $200 million that they're giving me? Like, what I can do that with my kids? I can, you know, put money in my kids' accounts, and they can do what they want to do with their bread. That's and, the and more- And selling wise worth something, too. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You never know. You get jammed up in something, catch an R, cap, hot wine stick, yeah. you know what I mean? yeah. Some shit yeah. like that. And if like, they know you jammed up, they're gonna lowball you. Exactly. Well, you need this bread. Exactly. I give you, I, I give you five million. mil, five, five mil, yeah. because you you need anything. You'll you'll take a hit. Like <laughs> you become a fiend. I will take it. <laughs> and uh, and when record companies, whoever buying these projects, it's a slow burn for them. Like they can own these uh, these catalogs for decades and eat forever. I think that's their goal. It's not to do something with it now, but I'm not going to live forever. I'm so, trying so to give me the two hundred million. The UK, it's called Hip Hypnosis Hypnosis uh, Group. So they selling everybody. I mean, they buying everybody shit. Yeah. They based out of the UK. I just think they like a big like catalog company or whatever. So they own the rights to all these music now. So they would be getting the bread off of like the song in the movie now or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Versus the artist. I mean, they just get the upfront like two hundred mil. We got it forever now. Like, That's just cool to show you how much this stuff is worth, man. It's crazy, man. I don't know. I don't know if these are like wholesales. Like these, like you, you still buy for a discount. You get what I'm saying? Like right. I'm, I wouldn't give you what you're actually worth because we hear it all the time. Man, if you offer me a hundred million, I must be worth two. They got Shakira, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Man, they got they got hella people. I'm just on Neil Young. That means hella people are paid. Or just bond. Uh, I think the Dream sold his shit to them. Uh, I think uh, Timberland sold his shit to them. If I'm not mistaken, Lil Wayne might have sold. This is the new flip, bro. Cause think about it. Look at it. Look at it like this too, right? If I'm Justin Bieber, right? We know how the record labels go. You sell a bunch of records, but you really make your money on the road, right? If I just pocketed 200 million minus taxes, whatever that may be, I can now pick 
when I when I when I want to do stuff. And you can make new music. You can make new music, yeah, because they bought the old catalog. Yeah. Now we all know new music ain't gonna sell like your old stuff right. for some reason. Especially them classics, you know what I mean? Your favorite rapper can't make right. nothing hotter than what he made yesterday. <laughs> it's just how it goes, bro. That's like nothing like like the kiss, like the song with Kiss, Cam, and Mace. Like it's cool. Yeah, it's not a niggas done started something. It's not a because it ain't the time no more. Like that, we got a feeling from that. Like that music is nostalgic. So why do you? So why do we do it then? It's just that with this. That's what niggas do. <laughs> it's just like why that's do we do it? Eat. I mean, they love to do it. Like I, I get it. It's just, but you at the age do you? Well, see, at the age, some of these guys we talking about selling their catalogs. I can understand it. Justin Bieber relatively young in the game, but I guess he had some people telling me like, look, it's over for you. Like that too. I mean, didn't he have like a drug problem recently I mean, or something? Yeah, probably, and then he had the roast. They killed him on the roast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> killed him. <laughs> you know what I mean, so I, I guess this is a good thing. I mean, strike when the iron hot, and I guess the iron was hot. And like you said, he's real young. What if he has a resurgence? He can flip that. Oh, I got another catalog y'all can buy. Right, right. <laughs> I got another catalog y'all can buy. And if I'm Dre, yeah, I made a billy off of beats. I'm making another 200. I'm just going to keep adding on and I'm going to do what I want to do with it. I'm going to build gyms and schools. I'm going to build whatever I want. Right. I'm going to pass whatever bread I want to pass off. Like, you can't take this money with you. And it's my money. Like, I think we get caught up in the fact that I need to, we need to leave our kids something. You can leave them something that they can invest in. Uh, but like you said, like. nobody going to love your shit like you love it. I, mean, not I at guarantee all. you, like, the, 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 the shit you're passionate about in life, your kid's not going to love it the way Absolutely. you love it. Or they might, some, in some cases. It is, you know, like football families and shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Basketball families, some music families and yeah. shit, you know what I mean? But typically, nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like you know, I mean, we, we can name more that don't want what their family passes down than... The ones that yeah, go, that hey, with the family. I can do exactly what you can do. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. You have children who come from up under their parents and want to be rappers and singers, too. Like, Beyonce was performing a duet with Blue Ivy. So yeah. I don't know if Blue going to be a singer or something. But, you know, mommy and daddy. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's she definitely bu- is. She, she, the, she got the Grammy, I think, already. She was on whole shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She already. So she already got a taste of success. She's a Grammy winner already. She's, you know what I'm saying? So she might take it on, but... I know that that's not something that was forced on her. Nah, she, she likes to do that. Yeah, yeah. she likes to so do that. So if, if that's the case, whatever that there is waiting, whatever there is waiting for me, like, for example, I don't know, does Jay-Z own his own catalog? Or why he doesn't? I don't know. It don't even matter. It right? doesn't matter. Like, why would, some people don't need, like, Dre, like I said, I know I just said Dre made a billy off that, but Jay-Z is still active. Like, Dre don't have... Businesses like Dre made that Billy off the fact that he sold the beats. He sold beats, yeah. but he ain't got nothing else popping. I mean, we don't know that he might own some Jack in the Boxes out Cali somewhere, some shit like we don't know that what he got going on in his you, portfolio. But anybody, I get what you're saying though. Anybody can own a franchise. I'm just saying we don't know what he. You said he ain't got nothing else popping. We don't he know don't, that. He seems like the type that live in the studio. That's what right, I'm saying. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I wasn't rap. knocking him. Yeah. It seems like Dre just lives in the studio and stashes songs. Bro, they said Dre got like thousand songs just waiting and shit. Fifty say he about to get back in the studio with him. That's we, like a phobia, fam. Like who stashes all these records? Do you become so big that if nothing else is going to top Chronic or 
2000, you just put it out, or you camouflage other things. Like, well, this isn't an album, it's a soundtrack. Yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? This is Grand Theft Auto. This is Grand Theft Auto. It's not really but my you, project. You know, we've been waiting to hear Dre for so long and shit, you know what I mean? Like a real Dre project. And so I think he putting the pressure on himself to perform. Because look at what The Chronic is and shit. That's probably one of the most heralded hip-hop albums of all time. Follow it up with The Chronic 2000, which was another smash. It wasn't The Chronic, but bitch, it was a smash worldwide. You feel what I'm saying? That's pressure. That detox shit was pressure. Yeah, but I think that... Especially after that Been There, Done That album. Remember that first album? <laughs> <laughs> that first album when he first got to... Uh, you know I've been there yeah. and done the that. The video was raw. When he reached for his hand as a shadow. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. At the end was crazy, yeah. Uh, ring, ding, dong. But that was the Friday soundtrack. And that go hard. <laughs> Just, that's the Friday soundtrack. Keep your hands ringing. That's my shit, yo. I never liked Dre's voice. I'm not nah, going to lie. Fam. I mean, nah. I don't like his it's, voice. Hell yeah. It's like he he trying. To, yeah, it ain't it's, regular. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, not regular. It's like, not you don't talk like that, Dre. <laughs> yeah. Hell, like Dre, relax, If you hear man. Dre talk, yo, he talks totally different than when he rap, yo. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, I, f- I forgot I forgot what I was about to say. Fuck, <laughs> 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 I start fucking with Dre. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as far as Dre, right? It's like some type of phobia because artists have done big, big, big things, right? Snoop, 50M, right? And they come crashing down. It happens. And I think Dre needs to release a regular body of work just so he can experience it's okay to not sell records, especially today. Well, he's been there before, though, is what I think is holding him back because he did it already. Did when he left Death Row, that first album he put out, the first Aftermath album ever, he experienced that in a climate where niggas was selling records. But well, wait a minute. You feel what I'm saying? That was a compilation album. That man, that count, bro. Fuck tra- that, man. Everything counts, bro. That was an official Dre project. Listen, man, Jay-Z don't he like to talk about- again. Jay-Z don't like to talk about them Best of Both Worlds projects, but bitch, they count, they bro. Count. Them shits count. Well, they went number one, so- And they sold. They, they went sold. platinum. So why don't he want to talk about them? Because they, that second one was terrible. And the first one, it was when the tape came out. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, oh, they thought they was the shit, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Oh, I'm to drop with Kells. You can't Man, tell me nothing. Because it was going to be the shit, yo. We was waiting for that. Boom. The tape dropped. Man, you right tape at the dropped, same it time. Was over, yo. Fucked them up. Fucked everything up. They were so mad, they started fighting at the show. Yo, that was crazy. Ty Ty Bastings. You said they was in the crowd with guns. <laughs> In the garden. Oh, man. They, Jay was so hot that Jay, he fucked up that money. Man, he fucked that bread up, bro. And then they tried again after he came out with the um, Chocolate Factory album. When we started loving Kells again, they tried again. And the album was called Unfinished Business. And I would definitely... because It was tone from Trackmasters did the whole album and it, it didn't perform. I would love to know. Cause I, think, I think I did my research on this before, but I just need a refresher as to why Jay-Z and R. Kelly were so adamant of working together for the second you time. You know why? Because we wanted it, you know what I'm saying. Who's we? They always the talk public, about the public because of because of what could have happened. They was trying to capitalize off what could have happened with the first album. We loved him again after. Remember, Step in the Love, Name of Love came out, bitch. We start fucking with Kells again. You feel what I'm saying? We forgot all about the tape. So he was hot again. So they like, all right. Let's do this album again. You feel me? And that's when he got missed. It wasn't the first time. It, no, it was the first time. Nah, the first time. It was, it was the second time. It had to be the second it time because the they would have done. You right. You right. It they had went to be on the tour. Time. They went Ooh. on tour. And bitch, he, they was in the garden. He said niggas came out with guns and Tata missed him. And then Jay Z went on the Jay Z and Friends tour after that. Remember? Oh yeah, hip hop history. This shit crazy, fam. Nigga, first of all, that's crazy. Yeah, but I, you know, it, it was, it was. I feel like it shouldn't have been done the second time. Of course. I mean, you got to let sleeping dogs lie. 
But I think like you were saying, what they wanted was so huge. Because before the sex tape dropped, that just might have probably been probably exactly. the biggest thing that could Kels, happen at Kels that time. was the biggest nigga in r Two of the biggest artists of all. You feel what at I'm saying? At that time? Uh, yeah. In and, 2001? Yeah. And there was smashes, if I recall. That yeah, first Fiesta, project. It was, it was Fiesta that did it. No, it then the, the song that um, R. Kelly featured on, on the Dynasty album. Jigga Kelly not guilty. Remember that? <sighs> And, uh, that was that so They did them two records And then they said Fuck it let's do an album You know how I remember that Remember Access Granite Used to come on yeah, BT. Yeah. They had an Access Granite With them two niggas in the studio Making the album So I'm like oh shit Alright So the tape came out Ah that tape <laughs> The tape came out Literally like a month Or some shit after this I'm just like yo I'm not gonna lie The Chocolate Factory I believe Or was it TP2 If TP2 came out Then the tape TP2 came out The um Best of Both Worlds was about to come out, and then the tape dropped. And then Chocolate Factory. Then Chocolate Factory dropped. What had filling on your booty on it? TP2. And it remixed to Ignition. T, uh, that was Chocolate Factory. R. Kelly was that man. I'm telling you, bro. R. Kelly was that. Hey, listen. He was so raw with it. Listen. Pod Piper, just like he said. Bitch, he started giving us them hits. Bitch, we forgot listen. all about that 12-year-old. <clears throat> So I was just about to say that Like that was It was crazy I, That was the one time Where it was like The music which is undeniable You just like Bro I like bro, the song Fuck him I like the song Then Snake And he then step in the name of luck Bro it was hella hits He just hit niggas with This was before All of this happened This was like the R I think The R album I could not go to school And the radio would always play Half on the baby Half oh, on yeah. the baby is my shit Yeah I would not go to school until I heard that. That's the double album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bought that. that yeah. That's yeah. when you. That's when you would buy projects because you yeah. could not hear it no other way, right. or you had to wait you for the radio to, to yeah, play. You had record. to buy the joint. Have you heard this? Somebody call you like that. You want the radio to play it, but they wouldn't. Yeah, got to buy that. Half on the baby was my shit. I'm not gonna lie. Man, did you ever think was that shit on that album, bro? One with Nas, yeah. Now who knows poverty like Robert and me? How could you ever think you can? Yo, shout Nas body that to the shit. Track masters though, bro. Niggas, niggas don't put no respect on their name. Man. I don't like them, fam. Man, they got some of your favorite songs is produced by them. What I, what I mean, what I mean by that is, I like them so much. I'm mad that I, <laughs> I don't hear them now. But then I had to think about it real quick. Yeah, a producer's lifespan is but so long, just like a rapper, because the sound changes. Yeah, so track masters could still be. That's like heat makers. They still working, obviously, but somebody like Jim got to go down and get like, yo, bro, yeah. where's the music at? Yeah. Trackmasters still might be active, but they're not but the they, singles no more. But they track record, yeah, exactly. It's that too. They they don't have the sound for singles, I think, yeah. anymore. And it's the, they track record too. They produced 50, his first album, and his shit didn't go. This Best of Both Worlds shit they did. Nature they didn't, really go. didn't Nature go. Nature didn't go. The Firm, we're not going to talk about that, but. <laughs> they split duties with Dre. The firm was a whole fiasco, though, fam. Firm the firm shit. was a whole fiasco, bro. Um, they the record labels was getting too involved, and in, like it was too many record labels involved. Like they told Nas, like the reason why I don't know if anybody knows this, but the reason why that album was all over the place, it was a lot of nature because Columbia told Nas he's gonna do like three records. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. Damn, Def word. Jam, Def Jam told. Because it's about, well, who's going to get the brand? Because somebody got to get paid off this. Yeah. And if you're Columbia and you got the biggest you got star. Nas, yeah. Who's the biggest star? Mm-hmm. Because Nas was bigger than Dre at the time, right? Why am I letting Dre? Why, I let my, why am I letting Aftermath? Why am I letting anybody? Who, who, Interscope. Wherever it's at, Interscope. Interscope. Yeah. Why am I letting Interscope go triple off my guy? Nah, he's going to do three records. But phone, what was it? Phone tap? Phone tap. <laughs> Fur fiasco? Phone tap. Um, Firm Biz. Firm Biz. Wow. Firm Fiasco. That wasn't Dre. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Dre, Dre did phone tap, five minutes to flush. I'm leaving. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, why else would nature, like, it's it's a Nas, AZ, Foxy project. Another thing, nature was never a part yeah, of the firm. Cor- Cormega, he was like, right? fil- like yeah, yeah, yeah. Put Cormega, but nature was like a feature. Filler, yeah. That's why he had that small ass picture. So <laughs> firm is really, <laughs> you see the case, like, what the fuck? Nature, oh, he right, Yo, there. He right there. Yeah, we didn't know what he looked like. Like, at least, like, because remember, we didn't know what he looked like either yeah. until that little picture came out. Word. And they had him in the phone booth in a uh, phone tap video. Word. Oh, shit, that's nature. This was back when you actually had to watch TV. It's like 96. Oh, man, 96, like 97, 96, man, yeah. 97. Like, the firm, mm. they had a lot of potential, but like I said, they their record labels put a put a stop on all of them. Def Jam told, hey, Foxy, you can only do a certain amount of records. Got you. Nah, you can only do a certain amount of records. And that left a bad taste in Dream Mouth because the potential for that shit was Because it could have been better, you know what I mean, like, than what it was, but I don't know. It's still, niggas still play it to this day, though, so. The Firm is not a classic, but it has its moments where you, like, oh, that shit hard. Right. Like, um, phone um, Tap was crazy when it dropped, Phone bro. Tap, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Um, we are the Firm All-Stars. Like, they got hits on it. Uh, 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 the, the joint with cannabis on it. You get what I'm saying? Like, they, they got their records on there. And that is, that is like the one almost classic that people always talk about. <laughs> you you know the almost, almost, because it got it yeah. got a few skips on there. You know what I'm saying, <clears throat> all right, man, where you want to go to? Yeah, Whatever. Next, let's get, it. let's get it. All right, uh, Tiny and Ti are suing MGA Entertainment for allegedly copywriting their former girl group OMG Girls with their LOL surprise OMG dolls. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of shit. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, I looked at. These photographs of the girl group and the dolls, and boy, oh boy, did they rob them blind. I mean, from the hairstyles to the clothes, it looks identical, fam. <laughs> now, when I was reading up on this article, it looks like the judge wasn't trying to hear that shit, right? Not at first. T- Tiny and uh, T.I. was about to take a loss. Yeah. And then um, there was a customer, I believe, who they played a video of it. Uh, in court and one of the customers was like I'm not supporting you know this company because all they do is rip off African American you know creators and they don't get paid for it which left the jury undecided so now they have to come up with a whole new jury to get to the bottom of this so in a sense it's kind of like a halfway victory because at first they was going to toss it out yeah so but but I'm I'm just looking at the pictures right now bro this undeniable, undeniable. That they stole it like undeniable cuz they like the OMG girls ain't popping no more that was a dope idea they ain't pop like how they should let's pop let's make them pop let's turn them into dolls and have them pop from literally how the girl got a half blonde half yeah. black hair half pink hair to the tutus that these girls yeah. wear like it's crazy bro like keep keeps keep scrolling it gets better Instead of them going to Tiny and T.I. saying, hey, let's create something positive together. Let's do this together. Right. And, you know, they did. And they just was like, hey, you know, and that's dope that we're on it. Because a lot of times, a lot of black creations, they either get thrown to the wayside and it gets taken over or, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just don't get their recognition. Meanwhile, somebody else is doing the same exact thing. So shout out to Tiny and T.I. for uh, fighting it. They got a mistrial. At first, I'm like, a mistrial? Like, what's I don't, I don't know. But apparently... The video was enough for the court system to be like, you know, the jury to be like, ah, yeah, we're undecided because they was they was bent on this ain't it. They was really trying to be like, nah, you're not getting this bread. Like you're not getting nothing. We don't see it. It is what it That's is. That's crazy. And you just looked at it for two yeah. seconds and saw 
Well, this is undeniable. Yeah, yeah. You saw what I saw. Yeah. The, the yeah I remember the OMG girls. I, I remember that that's Lil Wayne daughter. Lil Wayne right? daughter, tiny yeah. daughter, and somebody else. Yeah, I remember them back in the day. Yeah, I don't I don't I, just, I don't remember no records, but I just oh, remember they was showing up at red carpets and shit and BT awards and shit like yeah. that. So I guess the toy company, like bitch, <laughs> they had a spot, they had a chance. We gonna, I mean, that's crazy how they could just come and just take our shit though, man. It's been the going going thing for decades though, bro. Like, I hope decades. They, I hope they snatch all their bread, fam. All the money they made off them, um, LOL girls. Mm-hmm. Hope it was get just all Christmas that. time and shit too. I don't wonder why I ain't see that shit. Yeah, yeah. I ain't see that in no toy book nowhere. Oh yeah, take take them down. But we still want all the money you made off that because that's our creation. Right. You should have came to us and we could have possibly did business together. Exactly. You just trying to cut us out. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I know Tip, that definitely got licensed and all that kind of shit. Now, I mean, he seems real business savvy in that regard. Like, I think he definitely copyrighted or did something legally with the way they they stole their shit. Real quick, are you a fan of uh, Corey Guns? Um, no, no. Okay, but he okay. can rap. Okay, 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 because what I was about to uh, ask you talk about real quick about T.I. T.I. issued a father-son challenge. Oh, Peter and Corey against him and his son? Peter and Corey accepted it. Ooh. But T.I. never responded. Because they said, oh. so So Peter was like, I get why. He was really talking about Ice Cube and his son. Okay. <laughs> Will Smith and his son. <laughs> Master P and his okay, son. Okay, <laughs> okay. You're not. Come on, T.I., man. you don't have... Like, Peter Peter Guns. T.I. get busy, though. I ain't going to hold you. So is it a wash? Because T.I. washes Peter. And then Corey washes. Corey washes. One of them. Demani, one of them. One of them. Damani the King. I, I mean, I heard him rap. He can rap. T.I. son, he can rap. But he, he was on no the T.I. record. But he ain't no Corey He's Guns. He's not no Corey Guns. He's I not. think Corey Guns raps better than T.I. and his son. Nah. I think Tip can hold his own. It's tip. Against Corey Guns? I think Tip. I think he don't get the credit he get. He, he don't get the credit he, he should get for his bars sometimes. He got bars, bro. I give you that because sometimes an artist, we've seen an artist lyrically gifted have to dumb his stuff down when you become hot. Like, I, I don't need lyrical miracle from T.I. if you got like, a single. Like you got to go listen to that. I'm serious, though, bro. Like, a lot of people don't know about that album that didn't sell. Bitch, he going crazy on that album. Yeah. And then every album after that, up until you got to the T.I. versus T.I.P. album, it's kind of crazy. That album's kind of, I mean, I ain't, you know. Because once you... Cause once you hit a certain mark, I don't need the best lyrics from you. Mm-hmm. Like like we hear that a lot. And, and if I am getting the best lyrics from you, it's possibly not going to do well. And and then you know he battle tested. Him and Lil Flip had the beef, and he. You know what I mean, speaking of lyrics, I got to bring this up, fam. All right, let's get it. LL Cool J smoked the boots off cannabis on that four, <laughs> four three two one, fam. I'm just now realizing. <laughs> I'm just now. <laughs> God damn. I'm just realizing <laughs> that shit came on the radio and I'm just like, hey yo, how many times have two artists battled each other on the same song? Right. And I'm listening to the song, I'm the illest nigga alive. Watch me prove it. I snatched the crown with your arms well, to attached bullshit, to it. Though. He cannabis did, 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 hold up, was this the one where, where, where can, or, um, cannabis verse was on there? His real verse? Cannabis verse was on it. L heard it and he wrote to it. Oh, alright. Because I know it's a version going around where he took that verse off. And it's a different cannabis verse. What you mean? Uh, one that he... Did he make him change it? Or he wasn't on the song. I heard... Well, it probably was a YouTube video. You yeah, because every version I've heard cannabis is on. It might have been a YouTube video. You know what I'm saying? Which like, is even worse. That, I'm going to leave cut, you on cat, it. That cut cannabis verse out. But I don't think we gave L... Because remember we kept saying L only one because of the record label? You know why? Because at that time, we forgot. L was on his Who Do You Love? He was Fan. on his Hey Lover. 
You know what I'm I saying? I don't know why I did it. I'm sorry <laughs> for the I'm sorry for the people listening. I'm in the car and when Elle said, rip you to pieces, leave you covered in feces. I said, ah! <laughs> he killed him. Nah, he really bodied him though. Like he bodied him. Like I I because yeah. cannabis was known as a rapper. LL wasn't. And I, I, I remember listening to that verse, like L got the weakest verse on this whole shit. Till <laughs> Master P came on. But L got the workest, wackest verse on this nah, shit, man. Bro. But I'm listening to he, yo, he killed and Don't that call boy. it a comeback, bitch. L got bars, bro. Fam. He always had bars. Like you say he ain't a rapper. Fam. Nah, I don't disagree with that. Bitch, L always L? been raw. He before our time a little bit, but he really still when he got the our time, bro. That's when he had to dumb it down. And so he for the here goes now. the question that Jarrell and nobody seems to have had answered me back in the day: What collab did L body somebody on when he was on it? He didn't have the best verse on "I Shot You." He didn't have the best. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, <laughs> he didn't have the best verse on uh, "Flavor Year" remix. Oh shit! What record nah, was it? A posse cut where he bodied the shit. He said, he shit. <laughs> Flotitious. <laughs> he was on his LL shit at that time, though. He would, he, We didn't need that from him at that time, bro. He in the house. He got the show in the house. He was one of the fashion icons at the time. You know what I mean? We didn't need him bodying niggas around that time. And this is why I'm thinking we kind of He was going to body big on that record? No. We didn't know who big. big. But we heard what big said. He could have body Craig Mackley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, he could have. <laughs> hey, yo, that's fucked up, yo. <laughs> yo, that's fucked up, yo. He could have body Craig Mackley, man. It's the go with <laughs> Give me couscous. <laughs> let, me, let me. Ooh, yeah, he damn. Was, he was, crazy. He yeah. was just throwing some shit together, baby. But this is what I'm saying. He was on his LL shit, though. He was on TV. Now, I mean, what was his next album after that record came out? Bitch, the Mr. Smith album. What was on his first single on Remember. that album? Exactly. What was the next single? That shit was fire. What was the next single? Doing it. All fire. The, ladies' joints, though. He not going crazy. He's, he started catering to his LL shit at that okay, time. Okay, well, that's where L messed up at, because you always got to keep a bag of bars. But he sold, though. He ain't give a fuck. He sold. But I'm but that's what I'm saying. I know what I'm, you're thinking. Saying. I'm thinking that because we wasn't expecting, like when LL comes on, my young son at the time, like this shit ass, cannabis one. Because, bro. But now I listen to him. Because my, he was Hey Lover L. That's why, bro. But now I listen to it my 40-year-old ears. Yeah. My young son's fantasized by borrowing flows to little shorty with the big mouth, the bank is closed. Bro. He was, on with some of chat. Like he killing this bro, guy, he, man. You, you recall he was in the video. Motherfucking licking chocolate off the chick at like yes, 3 o'clock p.m. In the 3 in the afternoon. You know? and That's the- why we didn't take him serious back then, bro. You get what I'm saying, bro? What was he doing? Get what I'm fucking pissed me off just thinking about that shit, fam. Like, <laughs> wasn't that on the same record? Lounging. It? it was lounging. No, I'm talking about that, that that song with him and Cannabis. Wasn't that on the same record? Nah, Miss- Phenomenon. Oh, that was on phen- oh, the next record. Okay. Something like a Phenomenon. Oh, Nobody likes that song, I hated that song, Nobody bro. likes that song. Nobody oh, talks about that what song. The f- LL better not play that in his verses. You better not L got 20 that. and Phenomenon does not make it's it. It's not one of them ever, yeah. Something like a Phenomenon. Ever. I argue like a lot a of phenomenon. his older joints ain't making verses, bro. A lot of his older records ain't well, making First off... I Need Love should be his 20th record because nobody's beating that. Word. I don't think you beat Mama that. said knock you out, bitch. You're not beating Mama, that. Nobody's beating Mama said knock you out. You're not, you're not beating him bad if he performs Word. it, right? Ring the rock the bells. You're not beating. You're not beating rock the bell. You're not beating my radio because of that's where you started at. Right. If that's, and I created this. 
Yep. You, whatever you create, you're not beating that because that's what you listen to. You listen to, exactly. You exactly. get what I'm saying? Or so, your pops listen to or it. Your or your pops. Uncle, you know what I mean? Or you listen to it in your mom's stomach. Word. Like, you're not beating that just because. It's a rap. Skip that one. I got LL, I think it's the only one with five skippable rounds. <laughs> now you're down five. You're down five nothing. Nah, Hov is too, though. J- five Jay, skippable? Nas. Don't touch it. I don't Jay, think Nas got Nas. Man. I'm glad you brought that up. You on fire tonight, great Okay, one. okay. Let's talk about it. Irv Gotti said, Made You Look is the greatest hip-hop song. Oh, yeah, times. I seen that too. Yeah, man. The, the original? Yeah, the original. The original. The original. I don't, I don't know, bro. I'm like, thinking he's talking about that boom bap rap. Boom bap, yeah. Like, not saying the greatest song that a black rapper already made because we got hits, we got pop rap. I'm thinking he's talking about hip-hop dirty. Like, in his purest form. In his purest form of hip-hop. From, from New York type shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. It got that sound to it. The video matched the sound. You know what I mean? I don't think that's one of Nas... He gonna play that in the verses. You know what I mean? That's gonna make a verses. And that's why I brought that up because I think... You need to skip that verse. I think you need to skip that one. <laughs> if he plays Made You Look, skip he's, it. He's going to play that in the verses, bro. Skip it. Well, he, he Take the round he, off. He don't like that. Throw your garbage out. <laughs> Kiss did his verse on, on the remix. He did, and he won. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Nah, it's not winning with his version? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm saying yes. Oh, okay. Whoever he's battling needs to skip, skip that round. Okay, I got you. I got you. I, I was reading. Throw well. some garbage out. Okay. Because you're you. not winning that one. Don't throw some fire out if of that. If it's in New York. Yeah. Oh, nah. No. Skip if it's in the, that if it's one. in the garden like the Dipset joint, nah. If it's... if it, Nah. Bro. That's going to go crazy. Skip it. I see where Irv Gotti is coming from. Irv Gotti said Illmatic is the greatest hip-hop album of all time. Because of the impact. We talked about that. Like, everybody loves Illmatic. Everybody loves Illmatic, yeah. And Made You Look is the greatest hip-hop single. Those are dope accolades that, for now, I Irv Gotti doesn't, you know, say, you know, is, is. But he's also been saying a lot of truths. Like, for example, I don't know if we talked about this, but he said Cash Money's the greatest record label of all time. I mean, you. so we give Irv his flack for how he be coming and shit, you know what I'm saying? Getting drunk on Drink Champs, being in your feelings. and yeah. like, He brash and he braggadocious and all that, but he really a smart dude, and he know what the fuck he be talking about. You know what I'm saying? I watched that Murder, Inc. doc, and he, 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 you know what I mean? He was saying some real shit, so I, 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 I believe what he said about the cash money shit. That's Obviously, he would know. Because if I'm an exec and I'm trying to run like Birdman, like, how right. the fuck does he keep going? So if I'm an exec and I can look and see that, bro, you still going? Word. We done got raided. We, yeah. It's over for yeah, us. We, we, we still we, going? We could not come back from our raid. Right. Number one, I think one of the big mistakes Murder, Inc. did was their marketing was terrible. Like, what label is named Murder? Right. And that's what motherfucking um, Leo Cohen was saying. So when now you got every brand, the Inc. And they you, don't hit the same, bro. You could be Rockefeller forever. You could be No Limit forever. You could mm-hmm. be Cash, Cash Money, Money forever. forever. You could be Rough Young Riders. Money, Rough Riders. Like, that, that marketing. G-Unit. Well, we saw... 50 change. Yeah. Gorilla. But, but still, G Unit was a thing. G Unit was a thing. Man, they was and hot. they can always be like, he can do, now he does G Unit films. Right. Like, you, I can always take that logo and it means something. You always want to see that logo. That's where they fucked up at. They stayed purely music, though. They didn't try to branch outside of music on no type of levels. I mean, and that's what 50 was giving them flack on. Because we seen what 50 did when he got in the spot. Well, 50's first gripe was. Todd, uh, uh, Cadillac Todd is trash yeah. <laughs> and black black check their ass like they got no music crack child they right. got like these niggas is ass and nobody plays John the Hood truth, they was ass though like them niggas was, I didn't like neither one of them niggas like I think Cadillac but, Todd was kinda aight you know what I mean he was kinda he kinda aight who was the other nigga that was crooked out wasn't crooked out down with them niggas first 
Was he? The first time I seen Crooked Eye was Death Row. Death Row. He, I might have seen him on them Urban Ink record, though. He could have been. He, was he could have be been. Down with because, them matter of fact, because Death Row and the Ink was close. Yeah. Back when John was trying to be Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> you knew where I was going. I didn't even have to say it. You knew where I was going to. You started laughing before I said it. <laughs> Pac thought he was. Uh, Pac, yeah. uh, uh, Jairu thought it was Tupac at one time. He started crazy. hooking up with Death Row. It was crazy, bro. Um, but yeah, it's it's marketing. Because even when Jay-Z became Rock Nation, they kept the rock in it. But it's like, damn, it's Rockefeller. But I'm going to keep rock. It's mm-hmm. the rock. Dame Dash. Dame Dash Music Group. It don't hit the don't same, Don't hit buddy. the same. It don't hit the same. It don't hit the same. It's, it's your brand. Your name means a lot, fam. You start changing stuff, um, it just can impact the impact that you have on the culture. Because we just know one thing. You're the ink. We not feeling that, brother. There's another monster in the gang like called the G unit. Um, and then that's what we needed right now because he, what he did was he DMX the game again. Yeah. Remember when Puffy did had the Jiggy ever and everything was Jiggy? DMX came out and DMX the game brought it back to the streets. 50 did the same thing, but then he turned in the job. So <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> another thing I want to bring up, right, um, while we on it because you keep reminding me of the good stuff. <laughs> I was look, I was reading this tweet actually and I can't remember word for word what this gentleman said, but he said you could tell that hip hop isn't progressing because the kids today aren't lyrically better than our rappers. No. Um, If you remember back in, you know, at the end of the 70s and then in the 80s, they got better and better. Right. And then Rakim and like Hooji Rabbit, Kane Kane. It's like, yo, these guys are getting better than the 90s, bro. We got Hooji, like I said, Hooji Rap, Prodigy, Nas, Nas, Jay, Big. Like, it kept getting better and better. Right. 2000, we had Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got, it kept getting better and better. It's like, now that Jay-Z, because we had Jay-Z for a long time. Right. Wasn't getting no better than that. And we still had Nas. Wasn't getting no better than that. We had P still. Who? We had Prodigy before he passed and all that. But he was for us. Yeah. You know oh, okay, you mean for the masses. Yeah, for okay. the masses. Okay. It's like, yo, bro, there's, you guys, like, people are mad that, that's like LL, right? Back to LL. We celebrated him because he was the first rapper to still rap at a high level after 20 years. Yeah. Like, oh man, L, nobody doing that. Nobody right, else. Right, Might right. be nice, but Run DMC can't go triple platinum and two- You talking uh, about the Love You Better wave when he came back with Love You Better When he came and back and yeah. everything after that. Phenomenon, yeah. all of that. Everything, everything 10, everything he was doing was going. Yeah. Ten, who who has a 10-year run? No, nobody at the time. Right. So now, Nas and Jay still moving and everybody's like, ah, this is the third, but there's a- Cause he's trying to change the narrative because you know we keep saying it's a young man's game and they they always say that and shit. But that talent don't never leave though. Really. But that's where we at. So what I'm saying is that we reach our peak. Everything is a circle, right? Like as we grow older, we become more babyish. It's going to be a time where somebody might have to change your ass. I get what you're you saying. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. And then you go to the dust, and then the second you pass, somebody else is. But you get what I'm saying. Like it's always right. a circle. It's a circle of life. We might have had hit our circle, and now we're going back. Because now, mm-hmm. think about it. Kids, the clothing the clothing is a little bit kid and play-ish, colorful. I get what you're saying. Lyrics aren't as good as they were, but they can keep They can go back then. You get what I'm saying? So, But, but see, this is the thing, though, bro. Like, <clears throat> It's because the youngins not rapping how we rap no more and shit. You know what I'm saying? I think Griselda is probably the last of, the, of that. You know what I'm saying? You got your Freddie Gibbs and some other guys. These niggas is getting older. We ain't got no teenagers giving us bars like how we accustomed to. They giving us bars how the Migos and them do now. Well, Griselda is like they're our age. Like even though they just came out not too long ago, damn it, yeah, they're, okay. they're our age. So technically, they would fall under our, our umbrella. Category. It's yeah. like 
they like the locks. Okay. They're not that old. You get what I'm saying? Like, they, they like 37 and up. Yeah, that's our age, nigga. Um, so, yeah, they grew up on a purple tape. They grew up on the locks. They grew up on Jay-Z. These kids not growing up listening to them type of bars. You know what I'm saying? They listen. They did. They just ignored it. Nah, bro. The, the average 20-year-old right now, bro, that's a rapper, bro, cannot rap bars like how we accustomed to, bro. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. And it might just because it just might be natural evolution, though. Right. We have to go back to where we were. Because in the 90s, we wasn't hip-hop to hippy-hippy no more, and you don't stop. It was all about lyrical. It was, feel me? You had to be lyrical to get on a record right. in, in, in the 90s. But this, you got. But see, here's the thing, though. You ha- you remember how um, Lil Wayne and them used to say, like, how they used... You could tell they from New Orleans yeah. in their early records. You know what I'm saying? Hot Boys records and shit like that. They had their own style and their own way of doing things, right? Now, everybody sound the same from every region. You got Atlanta rappers sound like New York. New York rappers sound like every, only people that kind of really sound different is the West Coast, really right now. They still got that West Coast sound and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. all other regions pretty much sound the same, bro. That's a fact. So That's a fact. where's the like you said? I think they've reached. We've reached the point in hip hop where it's just it's over. Like this is where it, it's it, going. It be. can come back though. I mean, it can come back hey, because where the fuck Benny at yeah. Benny who the butcher. I don't know. He signed that Def Jam exactly. deal, and he's. I don't exactly I don't like we. Like, you know, we, we still waiting. The Gibbs, the the Joey Badasses, the Boldy Jameses, the the Earl Sweatsuits. The, they bringing the shit back. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't hearing nothing from. The, I mean, like we yeah. hit, every since. I don't even know no hot artists right now, bro. I don't even listen to the radio to tell you who hot right now, bro. Yeah, like because I think and I and I think what we do know is, man, it's like a, it's a money grab. There's so much money to be made, and it's just. Record labels are signing artists that they know will probably pop for like one album and then boom, like right. It's like the flash in the pan. Remember know? how we was talking about Lil Baby, about how how hot he was. He dropped on the project. Nobody talks about it, right? Like what type of effort was put into that? But you get what I'm saying? Like we was listening to Lil Baby, like yo, he he wanted the, the nicest that, kids. Yeah, oh, listen to his project, and he had the big. Maybe he had the big. A Space Jam single, yeah. Like, oh, this is the I believe I can fly of exactly. now. Like, oh, you guys doing it big? Yeah, him and the Kurt Franklin record. Yeah, yeah like that was broke. They put that together. They, they put the money behind you because you was a somebody at that time. Unfortunately, in our time, you would get like three albums, however long that took to yeah. show your stuff. And it don't take long now to put put music together. I mean, today you get one project. Think about it. Who's the man or woman? Where do you go? Second project. You're still hot. We still, I mean, it, that's already, okay, uh, right now, yeah. we still waiting on Cardi joint, her second joint. That ain't coming. You know what I mean? Because she's trying to have more kids and shit like Bam. that. And niggas died yeah. and all that, so. Listen, if she don't put out a, yeah, if she don't put out a, if she didn't put out a project after she dropped WAP, ain't no project. It's one of the biggest records of all times, man. Yeah. If you don't put out a record at the WAP. Well, I'm just trying to think of artists who on their first or projects and shit like that. Like, I don't know no new artists really like that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't. It's, it all sound the same to me. It'll come back. It'll definitely come back. Um, Funk Flex vows to play 6ix9ine music amidst, amid trend of new rappers cooperating. Basically, in a nutshell, Funk Flex is like, bro, everybody's cooperating. Everybody works with the poor. So he's just going to just play the shit now because he's like, fuck it. It's like, fuck it. It's like, fuck it. And you got artists like Jim Jones and you got other artists saying, I don't know about that flex. Like, he's a snitch. He cooperated, don't play his music. But in a sense, it's like, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm torn between it. I got no win in that fight because it's not an artist that I like. Right. I think you. Would, I think it would have to, because it's kind of like the R. Kelly situation where if he drops Chocolate Factory and you know what's on there, you go, well, damn, he's dealing with some shit. 
God damn. We don't know it's him. You know what I'm saying? At the time. We don't know it's him because it he wasn't, said it wasn't him. It wasn't 4K. You feel what I'm saying? It was a VH. <laughs> it was a Sony cam, bitch. If you actually watch, listen, if you actually if you actually watch a VHS today, I remember I did that before uh, recently. I said, what the fuck was I watching back in the day? Word. You can't see the shit. Right, right. We couldn't even see the so Kelly grainy. shit. Grainy, like yo, bro, you because you watch four, you watch HD and 4K so long you think that's the norm. Right. Until you find a tube. Actual TV with like a body to it, you can turn that shit on. And <laughs> with you go, the back. With the back. He's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck was I watching? <laughs> Yo, our kids will never know the struggle, bro. I would never put them through that. Ever know, bro. Like I would never put them through that. I remember the TV I had in my room one time was like a 13-inch black and white TV. And just the and with the antenna. And to get a clear picture meant the world to me, bro. I, bro. I watched Chippendale's my my lineup was this. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Darkwing Dark Duck, Duck and the Gargoyles. Mm, I had to make sure my channel was in straight. Channel 17. That's, yeah, UPN some shit, yeah. Bang on the box. Yeah, just put the coat hanger back there for the, um, with the foil on it. They'll bitch. never understand. Not everything's HD 4K. I'm bougie. Mm-hmm. If, Net, if Netflix puts out a new film and it's in HD but not 4K, I ain't watching it. Shout out to you people on Netflix. That was pretty good. I didn't finish it. I'm going to finish that later. <laughs> yeah. I, I chuckled at it a it was, few times. Like, oh, yeah, good. it's just pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, Funk Flex. I mean, first of all, I don't give a fuck, yo, because I don't listen to this nigga music anyway. It doesn't matter. Now, right. second of all, like, it, what you know, you, you compare him to R. Kelly, like, we still playing R. Kelly. R. Kelly is really talented, bro. Like, he got songs that are classics. You feel me? That niggas can play at their wedding still, but won't. You know what I'm saying? You can play for your wife and chill, but won't. You know what I'm saying? This nigga Takashi don't have one song in his whole catalog. I, I will even bop my head to out. For us. And I for think us. what Funk Flex knows is there's kids out there who just want to do that crazy shit that he was doing. Bro. And 6 9 and R. Kelly have similar messages, though. R. Kelly said, I ain't the only one doing what I'm doing. I mean, we know that. 6 9 says, well, I ain't the only snitch. Clearly, we know that. You know what I'm saying? We know both of them shit. We know both of those things to be true. So what are you really saying? Like, we know that. The music industry is a dirty place. And if you so, make good music. So, yeah. So if these kids want to hear the music that he's putting out, Funk Flex basically saying, because of this slime, you know, slime situation, when niggas telling them, oh boy, might as well play the music. And how cocky is Gunner? Like, he just out and about. I, I ain't snitching nobody. Like, I'm out and about. Like, you, like. I don't even follow the shit, bro. I don't even know, know what's I don't going even, on. Yeah, I don't even know. If he told or not. I don't know if he told or not, bro. To be honest with you. Be honest with you. I'm not too familiar with the language of what's happening. Uh, some say he did. Some say he didn't. Uh, I don't know how Young Thug feels. But he home, though. Off a Rico home. charge. Like, bitch, that don't just happen. Like, I know that. Because you want to. I'll be honest with you, bro. You want to know where we went wrong at, right? West Coast really had gangsters rapping. Right. That's where it switched. East Coast were rappers who were backed by the gangsters. All of, for some reason, and it could be because of that, because the West Coast thought East Coast was pussies. Let's keep it a buck. Yeah. The rappers, the the rappers had to act like, act the part. Like, Gunna is not a street guy. <laughs> At all, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> so what did they think he was going six nine? From a distance, you can look and go, "What are they doing? What are you doing? What are you doing, bro?" Then when he did it, it's like, "Oh, you, bro, he was never you. Right. He was never part of. He was. He's not. And even if he was, a lot of them cooperate. 
You get what I'm saying? So it's niggas don't even be rappers cooperating, bro. Like niggas be regular dudes. Yeah. Like cooperating is just a part of the game. Like Nino Brown. Yeah. Like fam. All right, listen. Shit, Nino told shit. Listen. <laughs> listen. If I'm going down, I'm taking a whole lot of y'all. I mean, Nino Brown told y'all. Bigger than bigger than Nino Brown. Shit, bigger than you know, one of the most classic lines ever. Let me let me drop a little knowledge on y'all, right? From the knowledge that I know, and I could be wrong, right? I am not saying be a snitch, be a rat, or anything like that. What I'm saying to you is this. If I'm correct, the rat shit came from mafia ties, right? It was a way for the big bosses to never get pinched. Mm-hmm. But if they did, they might have told themselves. But it was a way for them to stay out of trouble. It wasn't about... Or get less time or get yourself out of situation and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... that's. It was a way to protect the bosses. Yeah. Then they came up with the Rico shit. Which line, it doesn't matter. It's over. If you, if you pointed the finger, if you gave... We all, we're taking y'all, Right? And we know how black people are with their mafia movies. <laughs> we take everything they ever did and we, <laughs> we flip to it. Incorporate it. Okay, incorporate it. Mm-hmm. We are, for some reason, bro, we are infatuated with them racist ass Italians. They hate our nigger guts. Yeah, but we love but them. But we though. love them. Yeah. We love everything that. that yeah, I, I was uh, I was watching Goodfellas a couple of days ago. Oh, classic, man. You know what I mean? Classic. <laughs> Goodfellas is that shit, man. I ain't gonna lie. Definitely Fucked up how they did Tommy, boy. It's a different story. Uh, so. Now we incorporate it into, you know, our lifestyle. And I don't know, and you might have had a good point, because, I, I mean, I brought up the West Coast, but you're saying that's when it did. I'm just saying that West Coast rappers thought New York rappers was pussy because they wasn't really handling their business. I mean, nah. But it, now all just, of a sudden. Just, just think about what, what the music was at the time. You know what I'm saying? In 88 when, uh, or 86 or whatever, Ice-T got on because he had a gangster yeah. rap record and shit. And then N.W.A. came out, how they came out in 88. We had Kane, we had Rakim. We had them niggas wasn't talking about shooting niggas. Them niggas wasn't talking about selling crack. And this is why I think this is why the NWA had an impact on New New York more than New York rappers because New York was like five percenters. They was talking about gods and being earths. Right. That's cool. But you know, we don't like positivity. We want to be gangsters. We want to be hard. So when I hear artists say who influenced you in WA, mm-hmm. I'll be in the car, like I got satellite radio, and sometimes I put on Rock the Bells radio, and they keep playing this song, Milk is Chillin', I got more girls, you got none, I battle MCs, I eat them for lunch. Right, right, right. That shit don't hit. It's- it doesn't. Especially when you got niggas from a whole nother coast talking about the same shit y'all going through out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? The same shit that they was dealing with out in the West Coast that they were talking about was happening in the East Coast. But that's why it changed. Once Ice Cube and them start talking about what's Fuck happening. The police, bitch, straight out of Compton, this was going, yeah, bitch, that set the, that set the tone. The hippity hop. It's got, it, was no over, more. it was over it was after no more. that, bro. And that's all that we knew how to do. Bro, it was over after that, bro. Even our best rappers didn't rap about, you just, damn, Rakim can rap. Right. Damn, Coogee rap. Dope. Can't go. He nasty. They dope, but they're not giving you what you really need. And ever since NWA came out, it's kind of been gangster music ever since. That's what that's what Common was saying. You know what I mean? That's why Ice Cube is on the Yeah, it's saying, but, but they got to take some responsibility for that. You know what I mean? Cool. They just talking their truth. The NWA right. Them. Cause, they, cause, they, they spilling their truth, but still. they were real game members. They was real game yeah. bangers. They were really, really, really living that, that shit life. That really going on out so there. So when they look at the New York rappers who were pretending to be it's 
kind of rub you the wrong way. Which brings me back to, you know, why we got snitches and people copping that. These, for some reason, New York lost their way. The way it's built over here, the gangsters is supposed to be your backing, not you. You're just supposed to be an artist. Right. And if you get into trouble, go get your backing. Right. You're not supposed to be the tough guy. We're not supposed to be the shooters. The West Coast, right, gangland, they got it. Yeah. Like, that's what Especially they do. Especially at that time, too. Like, Besides Nipsey Hustle, yeah. which was a huge loss, they're not really catching cases like People are here. You, you know why? About because that? they, you know why, bro? Because think about they already did that shit. They did that in that's the seventies and eighties and in the early nineties. They, they did tissue. that that's shit already. So when the shit came over here, that's why I was so upset when the Bloods first hit Trenton and shit like that, yo. I'm just looking like this shit's old as fuck, yo. Like we're gonna destroy the city on some dumb shit that happened over. Like I didn't understand it, bro. Like I no disrespect to the Bloods or anything, like, but I just didn't understand, like. No. You, I, ha- you have a good point because if you actually know the story a little bit, it's goes well. We unite because the the, the Latin kings have to get us. It happened in jail. Like, so why do y'all come home and terrorize? Because it happened in jail, bro. And they told niggas to come home and paint the town red and all that other stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what niggas did, bro. And just like any other fad, especially if you've never seen it before, a lot of these niggas never seen, especially the younger dudes. Yeah. What really happened over there and shit? So this is fascinating to them. Like, well, I mean, in 2023, that's why it didn't last. Exactly. You don't really see it because nah, it wasn't real. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, bro. It it's real. over now. You can't remember this shit was really real back in what oh four oh five. I 06? remember it was everybody really real. wanted to be ganged up so bad they they created like a black group. We we not going to be Bloods or Chris. We're gonna be the black or something like it's it was so. Bro, it was gonna be everybody wanted to be everybody wanted a bandana and to be and have a rag. And then you so gotta bad. blame the rappers for that shit too because when Dipset and them niggas and Lil Wayne and them niggas, you know what I'm saying like they promoting that gang activity shit and through their music and their visuals and all that. You know what I mean? It just made niggas gravitate towards it. Yeah, like it's a cool thing to do now. We young, you know what I mean? Like. I never liked it, you know what I mean, for the simple fact that I seen it already. We seen boys in the hood. We seen, I grew up in the shit down south and saw it. Like, so it wasn't new to me. Lucky we were old enough, mature enough to look at that and go, um, you know, people who weren't much, because there's people older than us who joined. That's what I'm saying. So it wasn't like I, I never it was just us it. being whatever just, age we were, but I know people who were just older than us who joined, you know what I'm saying? I and just they, never understood it, bro. Like, like you, you old as hell, but got a nigga younger than you because he did more in the street, get to tell you what to do, like. Like and so now we got like, and so now we got rappers like Six Nine and Gunna and other rappers who, instead of just rapping, they want to do the shit that they, they want to rap about. They want to talk about Smurda. Yeah. Well, Smurda might really be <laughs> about their life. I'm just saying. Like, I heard he's not. I heard he official tissue. I mean, but we got something that's not, and it's just like it's okay. Like New York, it has to be okay. And if you are, you know, one of the main guys in your game. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's hard because everybody's gang affiliated. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, in, like, in why, New York at least. Like, now they, so right now they can use your lyrics against you, right? Yeah. Why would you even, even glorify it anymore? Like, why would you even rap about it, anything like that anymore? Because that's kind of what makes the money. The I money know. is there. I know. It's going to always be there. But if you're moving like that, why would you put yourself in that position? Like, I don't understand. Young Thug, I never even liked him. But then when I started to really like him, he goes to jail. <laughs> like, for like, real. Oh, I kind of like this fella. I kind of like this dude a little bit. And then he now he about to go for life and shit. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck? Like, that's crazy. Yep. So that's what that is, man. Like, you don't have to be 
Uh, but real gangsters don't talk about it anyway. They just do it. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I never was a gangster nigga. I mean, I've been in these streets a long time. But I never was a gangster. Like, I, bitch, I seen real shit. Real gangsters don't talk. Mm-hmm. They just pull up. Well, in 2023, we might not have no real gangsters. They all, yeah, they, these niggas is old now. They got gray beards. They work in nursing homes. You feel me? Doing documentaries about how they regret <laughs> their life. <laughs> niggas is working in dietary now, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, bro, shit is Happy true. as hell. Man, look, because they home, bro. Like, niggas done did years, bro. Like, Niggas is still doing What's my man name? The Haven, the guy that keep dissing Jay Z. Yeah, the Haven. I think he uh he be having like the uh he he, he works Jay Z. He, he, he hates Jay Z. Every time I see his Instagram, bro, he talking about Jay Z fan. Cause he feel like he put him on and I uh, mean like I right. he ain't coming back, man. <coughs> it's over. It's over. It's over, bro. He done shouted you out in records. Say that and move on. But it's been when did um uh what's that album called? The Jay-Z album. Black album? No. Um, the soundtrack. American Gangster? When did American Gangster drop? Oh, Fuck the hay with the caving. It's 07. I don't yeah. want to hear no more about it. We're going on 20 years, man. Told it's, it's, it's 2020. He said the Haven introduced them to the cane. He told niggas that's what it was. What you think? You Because I'm a billionaire, bitch, you get it all now? Bitch, like... We don't know the dynamics of this shit, man. Well, no, he, Jay, he told us. He told us on that. Uh, I didn't watch it. Marcy, me. Remember, oh. I sent the picture. Oh, okay, yeah, and I yeah. Showed, and they they showed them crossing that train bridge. Yeah, I, I showed y'all that. Yeah, because I watched it. Yeah. So basically, Jay got in trouble and DeHaven let it go down. You know what I'm saying? It's like, remember Jay talking about the gun that jammed at him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody <laughs> was there, and if that gun didn't jam, Jay would have been blown to smithereens. And it's like, I think DeHaven was there, and it was just like. His hands was tied, like, bro, I can't do nothing. Like, it, it, it's not like the was going to take a bullet for him. And if you Jay-Z and I want to cut ties, but you right there and there, I have that right. Yeah. Everybody else, Emery, everybody else he shots out, I didn't have a problem with. Man, Emery when you came come home to a bag. When you come home, I got you. Yeah. But if I get into a situation with you, like, Jay-Z has rapped about the gun jamming on him plenty yeah. of times, bro. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he put, he put Emery in position when yeah. he came home, though. Like, All right. That's for, why Haven a little salty. Yeah, yep. Before we get out of here, bro, real quick, man. Um, Free Max B. Had, had to let that happen. Had, had to let that go. Erica Badu and daughter, man, this is some hot water, but not really. It's a uh, bunch of losers uh, have a problem with uh, Erica Badu. And um, let me get this young lady's name. That's her daughter, right? It's her daughter's name. Um, what's her name? Puma Curry? So she got a baby with DOC, right? Uh... Oh, that, so that's DOC's daughter. Yeah, they got It kids. is. Erica Badu and the DOC became trending topics after their daughter, Puma, posted a picture with her and mother showing off their backsides. So if everybody's seen Erica Badu from the window seat video, we know she got that well tail on her. Nice little plump booty on her. So her daughter's shaped just like her and shit. So they're in the picture together, looking back at the camera, you know what I mean? With their legs a little spread open, showing their little booties with tight pants on and shit, right? So... You got niggas on here, women on here, whoever. Oh, that's not the representation of black women. How you coming? Da 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 da. All this other shit. Like, I think, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. So like, I get, I get why people are saying that. You know what I'm saying? Erica Badu is one of the most talented, beautiful women ever that we had in our culture. Like, she don't need that, right? We don't. I mean, we we don't. She don't need sex to sell for her. Her talent is enough. Is what I'm saying, right? But she fine. And she knows she fine. 
And I don't see what's wrong with her taking a picture like that with her daughter, who is looks like she is of, of, of age. I don't, I don't know how old she is, but she looks like she's of age, like a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. Bro, it ain't like she on there naked. It ain't like she on there, on, like that was her OnlyFans page or something. This is Instagram, bro, like clickbait, like like yeah. bait. I think that... I approve of the picture. Women and their assets. Men and their assets, right? I remember at one time, like Nelly had to create like Apple Bottom because there's a, there was a certain type of shape of woman who you know couldn't, very very curvy woman yeah, and couldn't wear certain jeans. And I want to show my shape. Right. What we do know is a confident woman, whether you have a nice ass, nice breasts, nice feet, nice legs, nice yeah. legs, they're going to get shown off, fam. Yeah. Whatever I possess that I think is my best asset is going to get shown off, fam. Have you seen those tights that the women wear to the gym these days? Yeah, with the little checkerboard, little diamonds on yeah. them and shit like that. Yeah, that made any chick ass look fat. It does. It does. <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen a bad pair that yet. Shit made any chick. I haven't ass seen look a bad dead, pair bro. yet. It was got me questioning. It's like, did these, did these, are these just natural plump plumpers? You nah, know what I'm saying? I think that how they, how they made it, make them. Nah, they work. Yeah. But I say that to say, whatever you 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 look good, you feel good. Right. Right. And. When we're popping, even it, it could be a guy who's in the gym working out. He feels good. He takes his shirt off after a nice workout. Like you. I look. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes, sometimes. I feel good. I look good, so I feel good. And most of the times, even like, okay, for me, example, if I'm in the gym and I take my shirt off and pose, it's for me because I feel like I look good. If you like it, not you personally. <laughs> if you like it, so be it. Right. But I'm only showing it because I like it and right. I feel good. Right. What Erica Badu and her daughter, Puma, are doing is... We, the reason why they actually purchased those pants or are promoting those pants is to show that a curvy woman looks good in these. Yeah. And women typically just do it for themselves, to be honest with you. The women that go to the gym. Because we don't give a fuck. We right. give a fuck, but we don't give a fuck. At our age, we learn that it's not for us. Right. <laughs> Whatever a woman does is not for right. us. It's for them. Right. Like, I don't. You're not in the gym like all these women with these pants on. Like they're trying, they're not doing it for the. They look good. They feel like they look good. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like well, you're wearing that for a reason. Like no, we're not. We're not predator predators in that nature to where if a woman has on a certain cloth, she has to be wanting something. These what they're doing is saying we we have curvy shapes, and we can't fit everything. We can't wear everything. We don't look good in everything. So we I, look good in these. I don't think that picture was as provocative as the comments. Bro, that I've seen gone. worse. Yeah, me you neither. I'm saying? surprised. I'm shocked. Like, it was just two women looking back at the camera with some tight pants on, showing off their ample backsides. Like for real, it could have been a lot worse. We've seen a lot worse on yeah. Instagram, yeah. but I think it's coming from Erica. Like some some people hold Erica in high regard. Like I said, she's talented, bro. Like some people that that, that Bodyism album has putting people through the struggle. Didn't like, didn't Erica have a perfume? She done got that- naked on camera, like. Several times, but did she have a perfume that kind of smelled like her? Uh, I don't know. I, was I, it? Was it Erica? I don't know, but I would have bought it if it if, <laughs> if I knew. Like something like that. She had a she had a fragrance with that that kind of smelled like you know what I'm saying that the, the, the I would have bought it. Okay, <laughs> I promise you, I would have bought it. But Erica Badu is an older woman, bro. Yes. Um, we seen like we seen Jill Scott make love to a microphone, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Like these these women of age. Are comfortable with their sexuality, and it, it get higher for them as the older they get. Yeah, like, yeah. How our shit yeah. dwindle? They as, shit as the higher. older you get, the shit goes down. I was trying to tell people, fam. Like I'm pushing forty, fam. It's it's not for me all the time. 
Right. Women, though, boy. It get crazy. It gets crazy. Like, relax. That's where you get the cougar term from. Relax. Like, you got to chill, Agnes. Yeah, I'm 40. <laughs> got to chill, Brenda. <laughs> so, uh, like you said, we've seen worse, and I just think that women worse. are allowed to celebrate their curves, bro. I think just because it's who she was and the fact that, you know, she was with her daughter, certain people, people going to always have something to say, bro. My thing is, where was the, like, she, she got naked on a video, bro. Like 12 years ago. Butt-ass naked. You know what's my favorite Erica Badu song? See You Next Lifetime. Oh, yeah, that's oil. That's my shit, fam. Mm-hmm. That, I told you that whole first mm-hmm. album, bro. Mm-hmm. She said that first album was done before she even got to the label. Mm. I miss those days, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I mean, that's really it, what we got, man. You got anything you want to add on? Nah, man, I'm cool with it. Cool with it? Cool with it. Episode 166? Dope show. Absolutely it was, man. Shout out to LL Cool J, bro. I don't I don't mean no disrespect. I mean you, you body cannabis, but to the listeners listening, name me one song. LL body somebody on the posse cut. Not his song. Man. Wasn't it the um, 4321? DMX is on that song. Are you kidding me? Are you I'm about to th- fan. He body cannabis on it. He bodied. You can- mean body everybody. everybody. You mean he have the best verse on the song. Best verse. That DMX how many, verse. How many posse cuts is he on though? Like, and, uh, all right, maybe he just got. He got four. one with fifty of them, but this is. I don't want to bring them up because I I don't like them. Like, what's got, the record he got with fifty? It's called Queens. It's him, fifty, and Tony Yayo. I think Banks might be on the track. He lost. <laughs> I didn't even hear the record. He didn't smoke Banks. Nah, no, he did not. He didn't smoke. Fam, Fat Joe smoked him. In 95 and catch us. All right. Hey, yo, this is episode 166 of the Bars and Shots podcast, man. <laughs> hey, man, we are out. Where's my shit? Ah, there it is.